Greetings, everyone. My name is April Jones. I'm the content creator and founder of the Birth to Life Early Care Institute. Today, I am going to talk about mommy shaming childless educators. This goes back to something that has happened to me in the ECE field. I have expressed on my previous podcast that I've been in the field close to 18 years. And if I total up everything, um, it's been about 20. So during my time in the ECE field, I have not had children. Um, Also, too, you know, I have worked with a variety of age groups and all types of you know, assistant teachers, teachers I've been an assistant lead, student interns, student teachers, so many different type of people that have worked in the classroom. So the reason why I wanted to bring this up is because this is something that I have personally faced in the ECE field. And I know some people have faced this as well. And I wanted to bring out an awareness that we should all be, this should be revealed to us as to like what we should do um, for some of our ECE teachers as well. So here we go. Mommy shaming childless educators. One of the things that we need to understand is that we need to check our bias, check our bias. There have been some occasions where, you know, I've worked, I've worked in a variety of different schools and you know, the director will always expect me to be there um, all the time because I was the childless teacher while my other teacher had children. And they would talk about, oh, I have to do this for my children and different things like that. I will say I'm a strong believer in family. At one point in time, you know, I helped raise my niece and nephews. Um, I was, I am an older sibling, so I help with my younger siblings as if I was a parent at one point. So I do understand that moms and dads and grandparents or whoever are raising children, it is a difficult thing. It can be a rewarding thing as well, but it's, it, parenting is one of the hardest jobs on the planet. So I will say that, and I do recognize that as well, but We also need to validate that our childless educators have a perspective. They they have a passion for what they do, and that does not make them any less of a human being or any less of a professional if they do not have children. These people are some of the most dedicated people in our ECE field. They will spend money. They will Uh, work longer hours, you know, some directors expect them to work longer hours because they don't have to pick up their child from a childcare center or things like that. But that's something that I want us to all be aware of is that us as educators are just as important as the ones that do not have families as well. So what do you do if someone says something like, well, you don't understand, you're not a mom. Oh, um, well, you know, I'm going I'm going to go ahead and leave because I have to go pick up my child and you don't have a child so you can stay here. Um, just different things that happens, you know. And so when that happened to me, I had a conversation with another teacher about you know, something that was happening in the classroom. And, 
She had a different perspective on potty training than me, and which was totally fine. We're different people. But um, I was listening and I was in tune to everything that she was saying. But what sparked the offense for me was when she said, oh, you don't understand because um, you don't have children, so you don't understand. And so I was very taken aback by that. I even got upset. And I did let her know that that was very upsetting to me. And you know, we have different procedures that we follow for its potty training at our school as well. So, you know, I counteracted that and told her that, you know, I don't feel like you're you're being fair about that because I'm I'm working very hard every day, but however, this parent has expressed that they are not ready for their child to be potty trained. And as an educator, I'm going to respect that parent. However, you know, if I do feel like the child is ready, I will have a conversation with the parent and I will do that in a professional way. I won't be pushy. I won't be bossy about it. As a result, you know, she decided to be, you know, more uh, aggressive with it towards the parent so to speak and the parent was very taken aback and also to the parent was not pleased so i guess in that instance you know she learned two lessons but i say all that to say is that you know look at how you communicate to your teachers look how how you treat your teachers um as well check your bias understand their perspective as well you know look at all of those different things sometimes if you might have a little tension in the classroom if people are expressing opinions like that um that might create some tension in things so we really need to look at that i think this will be a very good opportunity to let people know that bias comes in so many different ways and you know a lot of times we think about bias when it comes to you know gender or racism and different things like that but i i want to also challenge and make people aware about the biases um that happens with childless teachers you know like i mentioned before these are dedicated passionate teachers and honestly too you know they put a lot of their time um, I've seen the best of the best of the best ch- um, educators that are childless, you know, and they are some of those educators will take on the children in the classroom as if they're their own. Like I mentioned before, I believe in family. I, I've i seen I have plenty, plenty of people that are educators that have families. And I tell you, they are passionate about it. And I tell you this, that that is one big job for you to educate children in the classroom and then come home and educate your own children. I know that is some hard, tough work. But I also want to, you know, make everybody aware not to alienate the child as educators in our village because it takes a true village. It takes a it takes an amazing team. Um, something that I also want to bring an awareness to is even if you have people in administration that are childless, you know, maybe their kids are grown, maybe they don't have any children, and you know, you have parents making comments like, "Oh, that that administrator don't understand. She doesn't have kids, or they don't understand family dynamics." So you could tell, and 
things like that. Let's really look at that too, because, you know, I have seen those administrators give it, they all stay late, work through, work through the evenings, work on the weekends. And it's important too, that we all acknowledge that everybody needs good work-life balance, even for our childless educators. Everybody needs good life good work-life balance. So some things I just want to recap, check your bias, understand another person's perspective, understand that these childless educators um, give it their all, the ones that are truly, truly committed and, and really look at this work as a mission. You know, if you would like to provide any feedback, uh, remember that you can reach me um, at all of my different platforms on um, Birth to Life YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, and Spotify, um, Overcast, all of those things as well. But if you would like to just email me, my email is birth to life um, number five at gmail.com, birth to life number five at gmail.com as well, because I think this would possibly be a very good training. You know, like I mentioned before, we have all different types of trainings and things. And, you know, sometimes, you know, as directors, you really don't know some of the things that are brewing sometimes in the schools. But if this is happening in your school, trust me, this is something that we can be aware of, address, have it as a training and just become better. All right. Have a wonderful day. And I hope you enjoyed listening to the podcast.